Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special, I guess you would call it, uh, edition of the Snap No Tap uh, podcast, because I'm the only one here today. Nico's tied up, and Joe's doing something with his EMT training. So I figured, hey, I'll throw up something. It won't be an hour and a half long. It's going to be a shorty today, but uh, and no introduction. Joe has all that video stuff, so uh, it's just me trying to wing it today. Um, so a couple things. Uh, uh, everybody always asks about my mother, so she had another bad turn. I had to call the paramedics here on, oh, it gets confusing. Today's what, Sunday, so Friday. Uh, matter of fact, uh, my friend Scott that you guys have met was on his way over here to help me go grocery shopping because my car's broken down. As always, it, when it rains, it pours. And before he got here, I had to call 911. Um, they did release her that night because th- this is becoming almost like an epidemic with her. Um, yeah, it's bad. And on top of it all, my caretaker quit and then she ended up getting fired. Things hit the fan the other night, uh, when it was Tuesday and I had my car in for repairs. I was thinking it was just going to be something simple. And it wasn't, and they couldn't fix it. And I was there all night from morning, noon, tonight. And uh, she had to leave, and I told her to drop my mother off at the car repair place, and I'll get her home afterwards somehow. And things just got ugly from there. Joe Cardinal drove all the way down here to try to help me out from, or drove all the way up here from um, Downers Grove. Uh, over an hour to get here to try to help me out and I don't want to get any any more details outside of things have really now taken a far worse turn for me now Uh, so that makes me segue now to this training opportunity things you know I I closed the lost of the snap uh, the tri-c program I closed it at the end of January there was a couple of guys that you know kept clamoring saying before I ended it that they were going to sign up and join they haven't, but for anyone else that's out there that really wants to train, I'm still going to have two, only two three-day training sessions available and one five-day training session. Um, I'll have Joe link it down here in the description, but I'm asking you guys, if you have any desire to do it, sign up right away because in another month or so, if there's no signups or only one signup, whatever, I'm going to end it because, uh, you know, you need time to um, plan this. And I really don't want anybody coming out in bad weather, which would be winter, um, just in case things can happen with airline flights and just transportation. But both the three and five day training session, you stay here at my place. You don't have to worry about uh Spring, springing for a hotel room you don't have to worry about or rental car because i'll come and get you unless you're driving here of course if you're relatively close um and yeah you get to pick my brain all day and all night we get our workouts in uh depending on your uh fitness level and, and desires so i mean it's a terrific opportunity it really is so it's a it's a magnified um private lesson it, it goes on and on and on for three days or five days, your choice. Um, Again, I'm only offering two of the three-day 
um, training sessions and one of the five-day training session. And if any of you guys have a training partner, I'm going to make a special offer, which I don't do. Um, you can both come for the three-day or the, the, the five-day. Um, so you two can split the cost between you. It'll still be the same cost, but you guys can split it. So there's just no excuse now to not do it. The price is right. Um, and the way things are going, like I ended the Tri-C, this will more than likely be the last um, opportunity this year, maybe the last year that I even offer the three-day or the five-day. We don't, I don't know yet, but these are it. So the sooner you sign up, the better. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm winging this today completely because my mind has been on trying to get take, taking care of my mother and my car problems, uh, which are just never-ending. <laughs> it, it, it's it's, it's, it's mind-blowing, it, it, one thing after the next. The, the expression is the when the bottom falls out, well, it, it does. Anyway, a few questions that I've been asked uh, relatively recently, like over the holidays, but it pertains to spring and summer training. And it was weird because two different people from, actually one was from America, one was from, um, from Europe, asked about... Um, my thoughts on outside training, and I've always talked about training outdoors uh, based on your landscape, even in harsh weather, not like training full-time outdoors, but like get used to knowing what it's like to fight on the, uh, you know, the nature's elements. In the summer, spring and summer, nice weather, um, you might actually think about doing your training outside full-time. Uh, I see nothing wrong with that. I used to do it as a kid. Some in the nicer weather, we used to go out in the backyard uh, and and work out. Uh, doesn't you don't always have to be trapped indoors. Uh, I also remember seeing in Chicago years ago when uh, I would once in a blue moon go downtown. Uh, different people holding classes. Now, granted, it wasn't grappling, but it was um, tai chi or some you know. Japanese, or I shouldn't say Japanese, but some hard karate styles and Tai Chi styles. Um, so that's nice. It's, it's a little, it's almost like you look at it like a little field trip. But whatever you do outside, um, if you're doing any sort of exercises where it involves plyometrics, jumping, try to do that on a soft surface like grass or uh, sand. If you can get to the beach in Chicago, no, there's plenty of beach, beach land. Um, so try to do all of that. On, so you're le limiting your impact. It helps to do your sprints. If you can find a hill, oh my goodness, it's so awesome to run up hills. You know, Walter Payton, who was a Chicago le well, football legend, a uh, Chicago Bear, in Barrington, he used to run up the hill. That was his one of his uh, training things. Granted, he didn't invent that, but running up hills, <clears throat> stairs, running up the stairs, walking down them again, of course, for impact purposes. But, you know, you can do a lot of things outdoors um, that you may not be able to do uh, indoors. Um, another good idea, if you can get a rope, nice thick rope, like a climbing rope, and wrap it around the trunk of a tree, nice and tight, and just start pulling, you know, doing like, in essence, like an isometric, okay? Um, and doing your poles and 
making sure that, you know, you're, you're exercising your back, you're exercising your arms. Um, if you ever watched, well, we talked about Luthes last week. One of the exercises that Lou used to like to do with a partner is rope or excuse me, towel, um, like sit up. So you'd, you'd lay flat, you'd put your, you put your legs out and your, your training partner would have his feet planted against the soles of your feet. You'd have that towel and you'd be pulling each other back and forth. Well, you can try to simulate this uh, using a tree. Another thing to try to do, if you, can, if you can find an appropriate branch, grab it. Thick, thick handled, right? Grab it. Start doing your pull-ups and your chin-ups on a tree. That's really good. Um, uh, what do you call it? Shuttle relays. Sometimes in gyms, certain gyms, you don't have the room for that. Like some of the exercises that I showed on, that I showed on the uh, Lucky 13, these are great to do outdoors So because you, you have more space. Another thing that I, I always used to do, and it, it, now, honestly, this, did, this didn't come from Stanley Rodvon. This came because I was a sprinter. I used to love to do my wind sprints. And in the summer, when I would train on my own at my house uh, before I'd go see, see him, I would do my sprints. <clears throat> and that's another awesome thing that you can do outdoors. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> now, granted, I had to run on a sidewalk or in the street. But again, if you can run on um, softer surface, that's great. Don't worry about uh, setting any world records here. But you can try to time yourself. Back in those days, I bought a cheap little handheld stopwatch. Made it very easy for me to click it, run. And, uh, and I had everything measured out. I had the 40 yards measured out, and I had the 100, 100 meters measured out. So granted, it may not be totally accurate, but you'll know. Okay, you'll get, you're looking for consistency. Uh, and, and once you have that baseline, then you start, you know, where you can pretty much come within a tenth of a second now and then just to take um, in, into account your reflexes of starting and stopping, then you want to look for uh, improvements, all right? And what else can you do? Of course, you can do your long road work. Now, no more excuses. Get outside and do your road work, be it intervals, which is what I recommend, three miles of sprint jog, sprint jog, uh, go 100 meters or approximately, or in your mind, count off time. Um, and uh, I think we should address that. So let's say we're going to just round this off. Let's say you can run the 100 meters top speed at 12 seconds, all right, which is slow, but probably I, I probably couldn't do it now. 12 minutes I could do. But you have to have 100 meters measured out, okay? Run it, top speed. Figure out, even if you don't have a stopwatch, count in your head, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. See how long it takes you to do that. Then jog it and see how long it takes you to do that, okay? So let's say it's 12 seconds sprint, and let's say it's 30 seconds jog. Well, now you know when you're doing your road work, you can jog, you can sprint for 12 seconds top speed, and then jog for 30 seconds, okay? And then sprint for 12, jog for 30. If you want to work this up to 150 meters or 200 meters, I don't suggest 200 meters because you can't really sprint full blast 200 meters, about 150 meters is about the max. Uh, 
do that. Just make sure you measure it so you absolutely know how much 100 meters or 150 meters is. Time yourself and then do it jogging. And start up or start slowly. Work up to start maybe with a mile. And then mile and a half, two miles, two and a half, three miles. Um, if you feel like going longer, four miles or so, fine. Uh, I would not ever suggest going more than six miles. Uh, five miles is probably tops. You're not training. And I'm stealing this line from Angelo Dundee. I'm not training a marathon runner here. Um, it's all about your output, as I've mentioned before, and your recovery time. So with the intervals, it really helps you doing to do your recovery. A lot of old-time boxers, probably wrestlers too, would just jog, would just go at a steady pace to try to get their endurance. And I'm certainly not here to say that that's not good because you can, you can throw that in as well. But the intervals, the explosiveness, you want to develop explosiveness. So maybe you do the interval running Twice a week, you do um, the road, the slow, slow, steady road work once a week. Or if you're trying to do road work five times a week, you know, balance it out as much as you can. If you're able to run on grass or sand completely, like in a park, throw in some, spr- uh, some sprawls, throw in some jumps, throw in some jumping jacks during your road work. Um, be careful with the sprawls if you're sprawling on concrete, obviously, right? But on grass or a sand, throw them in there. Um, sprawls are great because it's, it, it, especially if you do them hard, you know, you throw yourself down and you pop back up. It, it and it's, it's related to what we do to fighting. It's awesome to throw that stuff in there. Now, boxers wouldn't do that, but, you know, we're beyond boxing, or I don't mean beyond as far as better, but we're more encompassing because we're all in fighting. You know, we're, we're doing it all. So throw that in. Um, if you can't because you are running on concrete, go an X amount of distance, your choice, and throw in, just stop throwing some squats or throwing some, and or push-ups. Uh, not a lot. You don't have to do many. It, it's just the quickness of it, right? And when you do your push-up, try to keep your elbows in. Don't flare them out like this because you don't want to hurt your shoulders and you don't want to um, get in that habit of throwing things out. Keep everything nice and tight. These are just some ideas to do when you train outside, okay? Um, and another thing that I always used to like to do, if I wasn't running in a, um, in, not enclosed area, but like, you know, where you're just going around in circles. If you're, if you're heading out, okay, Let's say you're running a mile and a half down the street. Turn around and come back a mile and a half. Keep an eye on things. Start training your mind, you know, to be aware of your environment um, and your situations. If you see a car, see if you can grab, you know, a car's driving by, see if you can grab their their license plate. Because you never know in real life, you may have to do something like that, right? Especially nowadays with carjackings and just, uh, what do you call that? Road rage incidents. You know, it's good to train yourself to see those things and grab them quickly. Uh, be on a lookout for animals, wild animals, dogs. Uh, you know, if you're out in a rural area like this, you know, skunks or whatever. Uh, so you, you want to be aware of what, what, what you're running into, so to speak. 
But those are just some ideas, okay, of, of things that you can do. By no means am I saying that's all. Use your own creativity, right? This is a palette, and you're uh, taking from that colored palette and putting it on the, uh, the board, right, the, like an artist. You're creating your own little thing. But it does help to get outdoors. Uh, I love it. And for me, I've always been an early bird. Um, but, you know, running during the day, we were always told that, um, you know, if you can run in the early morning uh, because of photosynthesis and things like that, get, get good oxygen intake, okay? And make sure you breathe in and out. And get those deep breaths, right? And learn to control your breath. Um, breathe at as, as much as you can as a norm, at a normal uh, pace. And watch that you're not um, holding your breath. Many people end up holding their breath during exercise or during exertion, which you don't want to do. And it's tough. We all end up doing it now and then, right? You got to get out of that. Ha- you got to catch yourself doing it and then get out of that habit. Now, I don't have it, but my friend Scott's mother has a O2 sensor, right? I guess it just plugs right, you know, you put your finger in there. I don't think they're very expensive. That's probably something great to look into this so you can see what your O2 levels are and keep track of yourself. You know, you're like a fine-tuned, you want to become a fine-tuned engine here, a race car. So take notes of all of this, you know, if you if you can afford it or maybe you already have access to a blood pressure cuff. Put that cuff on and monitor your blood pressure before and after your workout, right? No harm in doing it, and it it gets you in a habit. So those are just some of the things that uh, you can do when you're outdoors. And I'm going to pretty much wrap it up today, just make this a really short um, podcast because I don't feel like rambling on, (laughs) right? but again, guys, seriously, if you if you are interested in training, sign up um, for the three-day or five-day. And, of course, if you can, sign up for the $10 a month, month uh, repeat, uh, recurring membership. Every month we put out a new video. Joe, when he was over here the other day, when the, the, the shit hit the fan with the care, caretaker, we filmed uh, another uh, month's of uh, work. So we don't, like many people want to like do it all at once, right? Film a year's worth of stuff. That's probably all right. But we like to keep it alive because I want to be as interactive as I can. Sometimes somebody may send me an email saying, hey, could you cover this? And we'll get to it, sure, if possible. Uh, But bear in mind that that membership site is not interactive as far as I can't you know, teach you that that's the Tri-C program. That's, um, you know, coming out here for the three or five day training or something along those lines. Um, but anyway, I do want to thank everybody for your support and, you know, April's winding down next Sunday will be May 1st. It's amazing how fast time's flying, but we're at least doing it all together. Time's flying with all of us at the same, same time, I guess. But thank you guys, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. And hope to, hope to have the crew here next week. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think Joe may have said something about us filming earlier this week, uh, but releasing it, of course, on Sunday. Uh, it, it's 
going to get harder and harder with people's schedules with the with the nitro weather coming up. But we'll get her done. Thank you, everybody. And uh, let's see. I got to figure out how to X out of this. I got to do this myself. Oh, my goodness. Bear with me. Here's my glasses. I'm Mr. Magoo. Uh, how do I stop this thing here? Uh, yeah, Joe normally does this stuff. There we are. Okay, everybody. See you next week.